Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by CrossFit TNT. Today we're going to talk about the workouts we have coming up this week. Monday, the skill is front squats, five sets of eight every two minutes. We're doing front squats because the next benchmark is going to be a front squat one rep max. We're going to do some front squatting. But that's not going to be the only thing that's going to set you up to PR. If you practice back squats with good form, if you are intentional about your overhead squats, your pistols, your wall balls, if you do everything with good form, with the right weight, if you try and give your best, anytime you squat, that is something that's going to help you carry over to the front squat. We're going to be able to see PRs from someone that hasn't done a whole lot of heavy front squats because maybe they just got a little bit better ankle flexibility. Maybe their core strength improved a little bit from doing a different exercise. We're going to do some front squatting, but that is not everything you need to PR the front squat. Pay attention to any other exercise because everything's going to carry over and help you succeed when it's time to test that benchmark. Today's workout, 15-minute AMRAP, 15-calorie row, 15 push-ups. We're going to have one push-up heavy day each week, and we're going to bench press one day. So that's two days of uh, extra pressing work. Most people at the gym, 9 out of 10 people, maybe even more than that, are going to be able to bench press more if they get better at push-ups. Even if you're a fairly advanced bench presser, the push-up is still going to give you plenty of benefit and get you better on the bench press. So bench press practice coming up the next couple of Mondays, uh, bench press or push-ups. The skill on Tuesday, no skill. You know what that means? That's an extra long workout. We've got 100 pull-ups. 100 goblet squats, 100 calories on the bike, and 100 sit-ups. This sounds awful, but it's not that bad because you get to break this up as as you want to. You can do 10 rounds of 10. You can do two rounds of 50. You can do some pull-ups. You can do some sit-ups. You can hop on on the bike. You can be spazzy all over the place if you want to. You can break this up however you want to. So pick something that works well for you. It's a 30-minute time cap. I don't think most people are going to finish this workout if you challenge yourself and if you go for a challenging setup. So leave the toughest one for last. You don't want to uh, be stuck on the pull-ups the entire time and try and do 100 in a row and then never get to the rest of this stuff. So make sure you cycle through a little bit of everything. And then towards the end, if it's a time crunch, hopefully you're on that station that is the most challenging and you'll just get as far as you can, keeping your hands whole and not doing anything crazy. If I did this workout, I should probably do this workout. I would probably start off with just doing 100 calories on the bike straight through. That's only about four minutes at a a moderate pace, nothing too crazy. And then I would just do five rounds of 20 pull-ups, 20 squats, and 20 sit-ups. I could probably do that unbroken for two, three, four rounds. So that's how I would attack this workout. On Wednesday, the skill, hang power clean, power clean. Every minute on the minute for 15 minutes. We're going to start light and then increase every other round. There's no set percentages on here. If you're feeling good, go for it. If you're not feeling good, then stay a little bit lower. If you have a uh, back that's bugging you, but you still want to do some hang power cleans, we can just do a little bit more reps for a little bit more practice. That's a great thing to do for beginners as well. And you can keep the weights nice and light and just use this as a 15-minute skill and practice session. The workout on Wednesday, 300 double-unders for a time for each trip slash break. Stop and perform 10 burpees. Some people can do 300 double-unders without stopping. Some people are struggling to just get a few of them. 
There's a pretty open window right here. Rx is obviously 300 double unders to do the 10 burpees. Intermediate is 50 to 150. Maybe you think 50 is doable. You don't want to end up doing uh, 200 burpees throughout this thing. So pick something you feel like this is going to be challenging, but I think I can make it there with a few sets of burpees and within the time cap. So 50 to 150 double unders, that is the intermediate one too. If you don't want to miss with the double under altogether, that's fine. Take it out. You've got 600 singles instead. And if you think, oh, 600 singles, that's easy. I'll do that without tripping up. Um, good luck. Maybe if you might be able to do that. That'd be a pretty cool, uh, cool thing to do. But you should be able to do a couple of burpees in here and you should be able to finish the workout under the time cap. Thursday's workout is five rounds, 40 seconds of work, 20 seconds of rest. We're going to rotate through three different movements. Toast to bar, power snatches, and then stationary front rack lunges. The weight you use for the power snatches is going to be the same as the stationary front rack lunges. If you feel like you can power snatch way more than you can front rack lunge, then the front rack lunge is going to decide how much weight you use for this right here. Those two numbers shouldn't be crazy far apart. So that could be a little bit of a clue into what you're good at, what you're not good at. You might need a little bit of extra uh, unilateral work. That is when you step off of one leg at a time, like a step up or a lunge. Five rounds, 40 seconds work, 20 seconds of rest, toes to bar, power snatch, stationary front rack lunges. This workout's got a little bit of everything in it. On those toaster bar, make sure you get a good grip on there and then keep the hands locked in. Once you start sliding around and moving around, uh, that's when you're going to get more friction in your hands. So break this up a little bit if you want to. The lunges you can probably do without stopping. The, to the power snatches you might be able to do without stopping too. But the toaster bar, you're probably going to come down a few times. Make sure you have a good grip on there and make sure that you're connecting each swing into the toaster bar so you don't have that long double swing where you gotta wait a little bit and then try and go for it again. On Friday, every two minutes for six rounds, we're doing 10 bench presses. This is the Friday scale and this is part of the benchmark practice we have coming up for next week. We're gonna split up the group into uh, two groups. We don't wanna share the benches and share a barbell. So this way we can wipe everything down. You can have your own stuff and we can switch on over. So when one group is doing 10 bench presses every two minutes for six rounds. The other group is going to do uh, six one-arm devil's presses and 12 box jumps. So same thing with that one. Every two minutes for six rounds, six one-arm devil's presses and 12 box jumps. 70 and 45, a little bit heavier on the devil's press, but that is with only one dumbbell and it's only six reps. So that should be doable. And then 12 box jumps, leaving you with about 45 seconds of rest maybe before it's time to go again. Saturday's workout, we've got every five minutes for four rounds. 100 meter sled push, 20 kettlebell swings, 400 meter run. Adjust the numbers a little bit if you feel like, oh, there's no way I can do that in five minutes. There's not going to be a whole lot of rest in here too. Good thing is there is only four rounds. It's not five or six or a ton of rounds. So 100 meter sled push, you're going down and back on that uh, blacktop. And then we got 20 kettlebell swings going all the way up overhead right into a 400 meter run. Do a little bit of math before. You can always start off with a little bit less weight or a little bit less distance if needed, and then you can increase into that workout. That is way more fun than shooting yourself in the foot on the first round, trying to do a little bit too much, and then ending up not finishing each round. So whenever we do an EMOM, every two minutes, every three minutes, whatever it is, if you're unsure, 
Start with the lower number, that's gonna be a more fun workout for you. And then you can increase the weight, you can increase the distance, you're gonna feel like you get a win doing the workout instead of feeling like you failed, you had to slow down, you had to stop. So if you choose in between two, always start with the lower one and just have a backup set ready on hand. Usually you don't need that, but that is the best way to go. The quote of the week is, stop worrying about how long it will take and get started. Time will pass either way. I'm excited about the workouts we have coming up this week. I hope that you are as well. It's going to be a warm week at the gym. Make sure you hydrate plenty if you're struggling with cramps. Uh, get some of that pickle juice in you that's going to make all the difference. And water, that's for before the workouts, after workouts, not during the workouts. Have a great day. I'll see you at the gym.